Welcome to Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. I'm your host, Dean Kulwira. Thanks so much for tuning in. And today is episode four. And what I'm going to talk about today is ways for you as a job seeker to stay motivated during your job search. Look, you're going to face a whole bunch of setbacks and rejections during the course of your search until you land that offer letter and, and, and get that role or that job that you're interested in. On the way, you're going to come across a lot of ups and downs. So what I want to talk about in this episode, some simple tips and tricks to help keep you keep yourself motivated doing your job search. So let's get right into it. Now, first things first, although I do use the word motivated, how to stay motivated uh, when I'm describing what I'll be talking about in this episode as well as in the title, this is not a feel-good um, episode or or it's not one where I'm going to be pumping you up or making you feel motivated. That's not what I'll be talking about. What I'm more going to be talking about is t- the set of actions you can take to stay motivated during the ups and downs of your job search. So look, here's the reality, folks. Us human beings... And, and I'm not. I'm talking even outside of the job search here. We go up and down emotionally over the course of a, of one just one day, pretty frequently. And actually, forget one day, even one hour. And I'm sure you'll agree with me if you think about it. And uh, look, add in the highs and lows of the job search in the mix, and you can find yourself getting ex- excited about a potential opportunity one minute, and then find yourself rock bottom when you hear back from this from this other role that you were interested in that you didn't make the cut for, and that brings you all the way down. And uh, anybody who's been on the market for work. And again, think even outside of the job search. I know, I know you you know exactly what I'm talking about. So look, my point is, folks, how you feel would not will not determine whether or not you get a job, right? That's the reality. It can give you a certain edge, that's for sure. If you're feeling pumped up and motivated, absolutely, 100% does give you a certain edge to yourself. It gives you some momentum and, and that extra energy and all that. But look, ultimately, it's your actions which will determine your results. Look, simply because you feel excited and motivated about something, it's not going to get you whatever that goal or, or, uh, or result you're looking for, right? Ultimately, you got to take the action or the set of actions that gets you that result. So that's my point here, just, just right off the bat. So look, I, I personally feel the best way to stay motivated, uh, and you, you probably uh, get the idea of this just based on what I told you so far. But again, personally, the, the, the best way I feel for anyone to stay motivated is to take certain actions regardless of how you feel right and that's a major point i want to make with this particular uh, podcast episode so look staying motivated is, is an action or a set of actions you need to take waiting until you feel better and waiting until things you know, you know your emotions are more positive that's not going to be effective instead i want you to be proactive in taking actions that will result result in you getting to a better state and that's the whole point of that so look here are some actions that, that i wanted to discuss that i want you to take during your job search to stay motivated now these aren't in any particular order but uh, these are some actions that you can take to help help get yourself uh, motivated, help get you excited again, help pump you up a bit, and get you in a, in a state of mind where you're focused more on taking actions that result in a higher level of motivation versus waiting waiting around or sitting around or moping around and just and, and waiting for, for your, your emotional state to change. So look, my first tip is, number one, focus on what you do have control over. Now, don't dwell on any of the things you don't have any control over. You can't do much about the personality of the interviewer, right? And I'm talking about if you went to an interview and and the feedback was negative. 
uh, and all that. Uh, you have no control. Don't focus on the stuff you don't have any control over, folks. So again, you can't do and you can't do much about the personality personality of the interviewer. Can't do much about the economy. Um, can't do much about the weather. What else? Think about some other examples. Like th- these are just some off the top of my head. But look, what you can do and what you can do a lot about is you. You have control over your your attitude. You have uh, control over what avenues you take to find new jobs. You have control over how many phone calls you make to introduce yourself to recruiters. You have, uh, what else? You have uh, control over how many relevant professional networking events you can sign up for and attend. Just a few examples, folks. Think, think about, think, make a list. If you if you're, if you got a piece of paper handy, uh, make a list of all the things you do have control over. I just give you a few right here, but don't feel free to add some of your own as well. And uh, make a list right now of all the things you do have control over, uh, aside from the ones that I just mentioned. And then implement and make changes or adjustments on those things and then act on them. Don't just think about them. Thinking about thinking about stuff is not going to, uh, it's just the first step. Now, now you got to act on them. Okay, so that's my first tip. Uh, now next, get excited about new opportunities and go get them. Always, always keep a consistent flow and a full pipeline of new job opportunities. Huge mistake a lot of candidates make. You, you go in for an interview, you think you scored it, you, you want it, you start bragging to your friends and your uncles and your aunties and, and everybody and, and you pretty much think you got, the hat, you, you got, you got everything uh, on lock only to find out that you didn't, you didn't pass on to the next stage or you didn't get the job. And, and then what happens, you, you, you start get feeling uh, demotivated again. You feel depressed, you feel down and all of that. I don't care how good the interview went. I don't care if they said, yeah, you know, we love you. We definitely want to see you on the team, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. I need you to go out out, right after the interview. First thing you need to do is when you get to your desk or uh, uh, sorry, when you get home, if you're currently working, you don't want to do this at work, obviously. So after you get home, look out for new opportunities. Fill that pipeline again. Just keep looking for new opportunities. And that way, folks, if a couple of opportunities fall off, you, you, you can replace them with a few more and you need to keep doing it until you have a solid opportunity in your hands. Don't get don't give yourself the chance to get down over the rejections. Get back in the game and get excited about new opportunities. Keep filling that your 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 pipeline of opportunities of job opportunities. Always have a consistent flow until you land yourself that offer letter and until you're in the seat at your new place of employment. Keep filling the pipeline. All right, next tip, get out there, be involved in your industry. Look, pretty pretty self-explanatory, but I see a lot of people, and by the way, obviously I recruit for the technology sector, so I'm an IT recruiter, so I always, so the, the, uh, the examples I'm thinking of are, are usually in, in relation to uh, IT professionals, but same thing probably applies. If you're tuning in and if you're from another industry, probably the same thing applies to you as well. Be involved in your industry. Sign up for professional networking events. Offer to volunteer at these events. Help out at, at these events. Be involved in your professional community. You need to be a familiar face. And and you know what? When you're volunteering at these events, who knows who you might meet? You might be uh, you might be um, handing out tickets side by side with like a senior level executive at another company, uh, a company that interests you. Who knows? Networking is a key and integral part of your job search, folks. And mind you, it's not a short-term play. Keep the long-term in mind and think of it as building your professional network and one that you intend to grow. And, and like I said, you never know who you might meet at these events. And and not even if it's not like a, a senior-level executive, like I said, or, or, or uh, like a CEO or something of that sort, you might meet recruiters. You might be recruiters, uh, both corporate as well as staffing agency recruiters. You might meet hiring managers. 
Look, talk about the industry, share your perspective, hear about others, meet others to learn, share, and connect. Be a familiar face in the professional community, in your uh, in your whatever vertical you're in or, or whatever your background is. Be involved in your in the professional community. All right, next step: keep a full calendar. This is now. This is especially important if you're not employed. And the reason for that is when you're not employed, you have so much free time on your hands. You have more time to feel depressed and down and, and, and demotivated and all of that. So you need to keep, keep, you need to find ways to keep busy and keep productive. And, and uh, if you're not employed again, you have much more time to dedicate to your job search. So keep that calendar full of activities of, of how you can, uh, uh, you know, fill your, keep filling your pipeline full of job opportunities and, and that'll ultimately get you more uh, more those meetings and those phone calls and uh, my point folks you don't want to you don't want to have too much time on your hands if you're unemployed and you and you're just moping around you're watching Netflix uh, be more productive with your time and look too too much free time like I said it, it allows you too much time to think about how you currently don't have a job which can lead to you feeling down and depressed and I know this because I've been there so fill up your calendar with activity and stay productive and in fact your new job is to find a job, so treat it like it is a job, because it is. So, so look, I want—I don't care if you're unemployed. I need you to wake up early, schedule your day like it's a nine-to-five kind of a thing, and plan out what you'll be doing at various intervals, do, intervals uh, during the day, and and keep doing it every day. So treat your job search like it is a job. Like, if you're someone who uses calendars, I would suggest even blocking out. You know, the, a couple of hours for a specific task. Maybe, maybe uh, 9 a.m. to, to uh, 11 a.m. You're applying for jobs on uh, on one of the job boards. Maybe uh, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. You're sending LinkedIn messages to your professional network and saying, "Hey, anybody uh, anybody heard about any opportunities out there that uh, that might be a good match for me? That kind of thing. Reconnect with your former colleagues." And uh, people in your professional network. I don't know. It's up to you. My point is, keep your day day planned out, and don't don't just sit idle and then just waiting for things to happen. Uh, so keep make use of your calendar and, and uh, stay productive. All right. My final tip: call on relevant staffing agencies to introduce yourself. Now, surprisingly, a lot of job seekers I speak to do not call on staffing agencies. And in fact, when I do suggest that, that they do that, a lot of people say, hey, well, I mean, won't the agencies be a little annoyed if I call in? Like, I don't even know anyone there. And is it OK for, to call in? Look, most of the time, folks, you're probably going to get like voicemail. Or you might not be able to reach a recruiter at the agency, but 100 percent, a staffing agency is very much open to receiving communication from uh, candidates in the market that uh, for, for whatever skill set they recruit for. So keeping that in mind, absolutely, it's there's no issue at all for you to call into a staffing agency and introduce yourself. Now, even when calling staffing agencies, you need to keep a full pipeline of, of several contacts you can reach out to at the agency or agencies that you're reaching out to. But the point is you need to make those phone calls. And given that they are very open to receiving communication, uh, it's a great opportunity for you to practice your pitch. So if nothing else, even if let's say you're calling an agency and they don't have anything for you, at least now you have an opportunity to practice that that elevator pitch, that, that 20, 30 second elevator pitch where you can introduce yourself. And guess what? Now they know you exist. Whereas before, if you didn't, had you not called, they didn't even know who you are. They, they don't know anything about you. And uh, maybe they don't have anything for you right now, but at least you have that introduction now and you can keep following up with them and keep checking in with them. And... Uh, continue to follow up which which by the way follow up extremely important and that's a topic i'll be talking about in future episodes uh but uh 
uh, keeping that in mind keep keep a pipeline of opportunity of, of recruiters that you can contact and reach out to uh, and touch base with them and connect with them every now and then and, and, and call on those agencies and look no agency no staffing agency on this planet will ever tell you as far as i know at least at least from my experience so far working at a couple of agencies no agency has ever had a policy where they said you know yeah any candidates called don't accept the calls we don't want to hear from any candidates never heard that folks and look, uh, like I said, you never know. The agency may be actively looking for, maybe may or may may not be looking for someone with your background. But at least now you're in front of them. They know who you are, and they know they know that you exist, and you can keep in touch. And uh, keep that, keep building that 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 relationship you have with uh, whichever recruiters you come across or that you connect with, uh, so that you can keep in touch with during your during not only during your search but throughout your career as well. So look, those are my those are some tips uh, for uh, for all of you out there to stay motivated during your job search. So just to go over it real quick again, uh, number one, focus on what you do have control over. Number two, get excited about new opportunities and go get them. Uh, that is to say, keep that pipeline full of new opportunities always until you land the job and 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 you're in the seat. Uh, number three, get out there, be involved in your industry. Number four, keep a full calendar, stay busy, stay productive. Uh, number five, call on relevant staffing agencies to introduce yourself. Look, I hope those tips are very helpful. And if you see the pattern, and the, the pattern is not waiting to get motivated or waiting for things to change or waiting to feel better. It's about taking actions that result in you improving your mental state and getting motivated. And it's a much more proactive way of feeling better about yourself when you hit those, those lows during the job search and uh, uh, use those set of actions and those tips and um, and let me know how it goes let me know if uh, if it helped you not only feel better and feel more motivated but also open more doors for yourself as well so look thanks so much for tuning in i will uh, uh, see you again next week for, for next episode and i hope this one was helpful and uh, thanks again for tuning in i'm again your host dean kulawira and uh, thanks for tuning in to conversations with a tech recruiter